Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recap, Justin. What is going on, brother? Not much. Just got home on a Sunday around like nine o'clock after the long drive, and uh, posted that meme saying that was fun. I'm gonna go sleep for a couple days, <laughs> and truly did that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I was I was passed out for a little bit, but um, but I mean, we just heard tired by the second after and i was lucky enough to hear it live for the first time and shit like that happened this past weekend at bar down breakfast year two yeah and and justin hung out all weekend even though he only played saturday without a time and we'll get to that eventually but huge success like i'm not even just trying to toot my own horn and christian's own horn like Everyone was so professional that we worked with, um, you know, all the bands were super professional, the, the sound that Rock Lab Records provided was unbelievable. And what we pulled off having an inside and outside stage at the milestone has never been done. And you would never have guessed that how smooth it ran, especially in the middle of summer in the south where it could rain at a moment's notice, which it did. It did. And. There was a backup plan. There was a backup plan. And no joke, 
I've never seen so many people come together to break down that outdoor stage. It was like 10 minutes, I would say. Yeah, tops. I think I just remembered like Atticus came out, told me, hey, we're going to grab your gear and move it. And I'm like, let me just go over with you just to make sure everything is together. I took in my amp and I came back out and the entire stage was taken down. Like that's how fast it was. Yeah, it it was uh, a hot one for sure. Yep. <laughs> and I I think that makes it even more impressive of a weekend. Like no one wanted to be outside or in the milestone in a hundred degree weather. Like only crazy people. Like truly. It was yeah. that hot. Like at one point I just accidentally like brushed it against my wife and she was just like, Oh my god, you are soaking wet. Like I didn't even realize it at that point, but my arm was just saturated with sweat. Yeah. I think I had for the for those two days I went through four or maybe five shirts just because I had to swap it out because of how like just wet it was. The first day was definitely two. I think the second day was like three. I was in a third shirt by the time I got back to where we were staying. But it's it's such a it it was such a, an awesome feeling just being able to go through but I feel like outside was cooler than inside the milestone. I, I think just because it's never been done and, yeah. you know, having the merch tables set up around the side and kind of it, people being able to spread out more, it felt more like, like a, a backyard party. Yeah. But <laughs> I will With say really remember, good music. Uh, Rob from, from come clean and never home. He, uh, he played guitar with come clean inside the milestone. And then he like literally 30 to 45 minutes later, he ripped the reunion set for never home on drums. And I just hear him go, I'm sure fucking glad I wouldn't play drums inside the milestone. Cause I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think when never home played outside, it cooled down at least it was 15 to 20 degrees. Easy. It was a it was so good. It was so nice outside. And I think there was overcast too, but it was probably like in the 70s and it was great. Yeah, but when 30 is dead played earlier on or deer it was 105 <laughs> degrees. They'd be, they'd be like, we would much rather have been inside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let let's go into some of the highlights of the weekend because yeah, we sold it out day one and sold a ton of tickets day two. We didn't quite sell it out, but it was, it was still... like three quarters or more was, yeah. was sold. Yeah, which for a 4th of July weekend, it being super duper hot is still super successful. Like people came out and supported, which was just unbelievable. Yeah. So I, I guess I'll share my highlight. and. and or highlights and then you can share some of yours i really think my highlight was just how supportive all of the bands were of each other there was no egos in the way like bands that played first stuck around the entire night and yeah. were front stage like every single band that came through like everyone was just supporting their friends and having a good time dancing it was just so so positive and really just made me like proud to be part of the charlotte scene here 
Yeah, definitely. It was it was like so uplifting having like we've only played Charlotte twice, but especially during the out of time set, like having people like singing along to songs. It was just an awesome experience just being able to kind of like see it all in a venue that we've never played before in a city that we've only maybe touched twice before. Yeah, it was it, it was definitely special. Um, I, I guess what was your highlight of the weekend? Uh, one of my highlights for the weekend was um, definitely seeing all the bands that I was like checking off. Like once we announced it, I was like, I wanted to see that band. I wanted to see that band. I wanted to see that band. And being able to actually just sit there and see all of it was was amazing. But honestly, I think I and we'll get a little bit of like sentimental on this one was when Nick came up to me uh, from Neverhome and he was just like, hey, like, I want to thank you for getting us to play this show because we you lit a fire under us and like we're recording a new EP. And and, you know, I never thought that I would be on stage after like our last show four years ago. And here I am because of, you know, what you guys said on the podcast. And that was, that to me was like, like really struck. And I was like, one, I've been obsessed with these guys since the moment I heard them in 2019. And I've been literally trying to get them on any out of time show in Charlotte. And two, just the fact that this podcast, you know, gave somebody the creative ability to, or the fire to go back and like, create more music is just it blows my mind and i think it goes into you know why you know you started the podcast in the first place absolutely and can we talk about that as another highlight because <laughs> all the planets aligned so like i said it got like 15 to 20 degrees cooler during never home set and it was like maybe five minutes before they went on that we got like the official announcement that we had sold, sold out the night and like everyone just happened to be out on the patio. There was probably only like five or 10 people inside at that point that like were probably getting a drink or whatever. And everyone was just like in the moment watching never home play their first set in like four years yeah. and looking around. I, I, I'm not even joking. It was one the first time of the weekend where I felt like I was about to cry. Like, yeah, just looking around and seeing what months and months of work panned out to be. I was just so blown away by the Charlotte community. And it was such a special moment. And Neverhome crushed it. You would never yeah. think that that band didn't play for the past four years. Like, they were on it, man. And every single person up front knew every single word to every single song, like if they had never stopped playing music. Like State Lines, Landslide, all of them. Like everybody knew every single word to every single line, like every single song. And it was so cool to see it. Yeah, that, that was a special moment. And I, I, we already know that Nick has posted about it, how special it was for them. But that that i am luckily will from all my circuits took a picture of the outdoor stage during that set yeah that's gonna be a picture i'm getting framed 100 <laughs> percent. put it like right below the poster 100 percent. that is getting framed and 
that will stick with me forever. And we're not saying that Orlando was any less, but we're just saying that that one shot with everything that lined up for, for that one piece was so sick. So sick. And then it just like can, then after that, the rest of the night, just like continued getting sicker and sicker. Yeah. Like, right, right inside was the second after. Yep. And they just completely destroyed that stage. Destroyed it. So like everyone that was outside packed inside and then Mike's uh, wife came up there and sang a song and she crushed it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it I don't think totally... I've ever seen that in like live. Yeah. She, she crushed it, man. Yeah. It was going up on stage and like, she sang the song that was written about her and she killed it, killed it. And it was like a whole different, it felt like a whole different song. Cause she yeah. kind of had like a, a folky kind of vocal and it was super cool. I, I really enjoyed that. And she was doing like harmonies with their drummer, Ryan, right? I believe his yeah. name is. It was so cool. So cool. And, and that was just on the fly too. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, she was just like, yeah, we're going to bring her up on stage and she's going to sing it. She's just saying it like she's been practicing with them for the last like six months. It was probably planned. Honestly, I'm going to say it was planned until they tell me otherwise. All right, we're, <laughs> hit, hit us in the comments, Mike. Was that planned or not? <laughs> and, and then, unfortunately, you had to leave and uh, grab a few of your your bandmates. But uh, Wastoid, holy, like you you saw like I said, I saw Dead Senate, Dead Senate, which has the same frontman. Yeah. Now imagine him in a packed out milestone, dude. It. That, that floor did not stop moving the entire 30 minute set. He did a he did a front flip somersault like over the stage outside when he played with Dead Senate. So I can only imagine what it was inside it was the milestone. It was bonkers. It <laughs> truly was. Like I don't even know how else to say it. Like that man is one of the best frontmen I've ever seen. Yeah, I think I was talking to him and and, and I was asking him what's like your I go, what um what is your what is your your Mount Rushmore of hardcore bands? And I go, and why is it uh, Black Flag, Henry Rollins Band, Gorilla Biscuits, and um, and uh, Bad Brains? And he goes, Oh, you mean just DC hardcore? I go, Yeah, absolutely, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that is one hundred percent the entire vibe that you give off through your entire set. And hardcore dudes and like punk dudes are the nicest. And, and he, he was like. You would think based on how much energy and how intimidating their set is, like you would be scared to approach someone that like from the band. Nope. Nicest dude ever. <laughs> I think that's like one of my favorite memes is they have like um, they'll have like a picture of like Michael Sarah from like Arrested Development. And it'll say like, if this is the guitarist of your hardcore band, you're someone's going to get punched right in the face during the set. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're pretty, that's pretty accurate there. Touche, touche. But yeah, man, I, I thought we were going to be able to keep this a short episode, but I don't no, know. There's just, so we're many, not even in day two yet. <laughs> so many special, special moments, but yeah, before we get to DraftKings, obviously then having Seneca Burns close out the night day one to a sold out milestone. Also, just an absolutely epic moment. So proud of those dudes. Like, 
Seneca Burns is the hardest working band in Charlotte. Like yeah. for them to consistently sell out the local venue in town is extremely difficult to do. Like, let's just say it like it, it's extremely hard for a band this size mm-hmm. to consistently. I, I don't think they've played a non sold out show at the milestone since they began. Yeah. Their first show was sold out at the milestone. So that just really shows how hard those dudes work. And, and it just, even outside of the, the work ethic that they have for the band, Every single band that played that night who had worked with Atticus or Christian or Seneca all said the exact same thing we're saying. Like these guys, you know, they, they, anytime we come out, it's always a sold out show with them. They always show us a good time. We always have like a great night anytime we come out here. And, you know, Atticus was like, you know, I'm so glad, you know, that, that, a lot of these bands took the chance on me not knowing, you know, who I was or what I was doing in the city. And, and he's consistently providing for these bands in that Charlotte scene. And it's just, it's mind blowing just to hear the exact same thing come from, you know, 20 of the bands that played this weekend. Yeah, they get it, man. They get it. They're pumping life back into the Charlotte scene because when I first moved here, I had no idea it was like this. I, I did it. And it it also just goes to show how special the milestone is. And we'll we'll get into that. But hats off to Seneca Burns playing a home hometown sold out show once again. Love you guys so much. Like I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like Seneca Burns is a, a top ten favorite band of mine now for yep. from for the rest of my life. That's a fact. But we do have to tell you about our sponsor, DraftKings, real quick. So new customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline dot org in new york call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in kansas call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas and west virginia gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net all games regulated by west virginia lottery please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 and older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after assurance. One uh, one boost per eligible game, opt-in required, max best bet of $50, plus $10 uh, legal requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. So, yeah, 
let's jump into the milestone as a building before we dive into day two. So, you know, this is your first time playing the milestone. Did it live up to the hype? <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, it, it's, it's such a, it's in such a weird spot because you're in a neighborhood. It's literally just a neighborhood around you and you, you go and you, and you park and you can, I think that was the, the outdoor stages where there was like a second building at one point in time. Yes. So that's, it's completely leveled. It has this whole backstage patio, which is awesome. But when you walk in, you know, you can feel the kinds of like people that have kind of like stepped on those steps, like leading up into the milestone. And then you just walk in and you just see the amount of band stickers and graffiti and tags and anything that you can possibly feel like see and feel like as you walk into that stage room. Um, it 100%, like I, I think I said it before, it's, it's almost like the CBGBs of the South. And I'm going to say it's the CBGB of the South. Like once you walk in there and you see the amount of history and just the bands that have come through and they've even like preserved some of the stickers that were on the walls, like it's mind blowing, like seeing all that shit in there. And the, the sound is top notch. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, outdoor we we provided the the sound, but inside, top notch as well. Like some of the best sound in a venue that size I've ever heard. I am so glad that it rained on Saturday, so that I got the chance to play that stage, because it was it was just unreal. Yeah, it it it's a special place. It really is. And, and what about the bathrooms? Uh. Two second afters point and credit. They were crystal clear. They are uh, incredibly hot, <laughs> but it's clean. And the toilet paper, three ply, perfect. Yeah, and and soap. Yeah, soap in every bathroom. They paper didn't have towels. I didn't have paper towels in the men's in one of the bathrooms, but that's fine. I'll take the soap over paper towels. Okay. Every time I went, they had paper towels. So you might have just been at a weird point where they didn't refill them at that moment. Yeah, it could have been it. No paper towels, but it wasn't we... like you ever go into a punk venue and they have like that metal box that has like the reusable paper towel that but it's not paper towel, it's like an actual towel that pulls down. Oh no. no. Oh yeah, dude. I've been in venues that have that. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the grossest thing ever. I think bogeys in Albany had that and it was no. the grossest thing ever. No, <laughs> that was the, uh, the venue we played in Tampa last the week before. Um, that was probably the most disgusting venue I've ever been in. And then that's why I was like, okay, nothing will ever be as worse as that venue. And I was so glad when I walked into the bathrooms at the milestone and you would think that, it would be disgusting. Oh, you would think it would be the grossest bathroom ever. Clean, clean as a whistle. Yeah, like, like yeah, there's stickers everywhere and there's graffiti and it's tagged, but like the doors lock. Yeah. It's single stall, soap, paper towels, and smells nice. And there's not yeah. piss all over the seat. There's not piss anywhere except the toilet that gets flushed because yeah. it can flush. <laughs> so that alone, t- 10 out of 10. I, I know it was, uh, 
it was cleaner than the Georgia Welcome Center that we walked into to go to the bathroom on the way back home. <laughs> I believe it, man. And that Georgia Center has a statue of Forrest Gump that you can sit next to. That's pretty sweet. And it was a fucking dump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let, let's jump into to day two. I know we touched on um, some of the highlights from day one. Uh, day two started a little bit earlier. There was storms in the forecast, which kind of got us on edge pretty much the whole entire day. But it held off the majority of the night. And yeah. then I guess there was five bands left at the point when the storm came and it was like eight o'clock. So it was like, wait, this is pretty much a normal milestone show that starts at eight. We could rip through these five bands and still end on time. And that is exactly what happened. Yeah, we we ended everything was on like maybe five minutes delayed, but every band made sure that it was it, it got on time. And I think Home for the Day was like the first one where they ripped through their set and they ended and there was still plenty of time to go. Yeah. Shout out Home for the Day. Like yeah. you know, I know that's Christian's other band, but Peter, their their vocalist, top notch homie. Like he ran sound all weekend. He did so much for the festival. So just want to make sure that Peter gets the recognition he deserves because Home for the Day is also sick. Like they're yeah. they the the room was packed when they played, had so much energy. And then Atticus hopped up there a few <laughs> points throughout the set, went into like a freestyle, which was so dope. Like that was a cool set too, man. There were pool floats flying around. <laughs> yeah. beach balls yeah I, I think Someone a beach ball almost killed the dude from Fernway at some point during the set like <laughs> a stray beach ball ended up on the stage and he was like turned to the back and didn't see it and then like oh, he almost tripped on it jumped forward and almost tripped on it like I, I was a little scared for, for him. <laughs> I think I think there was only one one injury that day I think someone had twisted their ankle and, and she was still dancing at the end of the night. She was yeah. still like in this in on the stage, like in front watching every single band. So cool. Yeah. There, there was zero issues. Like, yeah, you can't dream of a better weekend with that kind of stuff too. No. And, um, I, and I think the the I think I got there when Condado was playing, and that band is so good live. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, but I mean, like I like coming from me, I've never saw them live before. They were so good. It's ridiculous how good they are live. Like it is, and then like how they switched to Spanish back to English. It was just so cool, like seeing all that like play out like just perfectly. Yeah, it was it was uh, it's the second time I saw them, so I knew how sick they were, but they lived up to it the second time as well. And then going back to actually day one really quickly, there was another highlight. Uh, we realized that Maryland apple butter is better than North Carolina apple butter. I've heard I didn't yeah. try any of the apple butter. I'm not going to lie. Like when I'm 100 degrees and sweat through my clothes, the last <laughs> thing I will. <laughs> Biscuits and, and apple butter were not the, <laughs> were not not the choice. No. 
Definitely not. <laughs> I literally, I had to, I had to like tear, like, like push the biscuit down my throat essentially. And then I just drank my whole bottle of water because it just sucked whatever moisture was in my mouth gone. Saturday, I think I had 12 bottles of water. Easily. And that's not even an exaggeration. I brought two of the large smart water bottles and I filled my my little bottle of water with it. And I went through both of those and another three to four bottles of water. Yeah. You just had to. You had no choice. I don't I don't know how people were drinking the entire day. <laughs> like I don't get that. I wasn't I don't I think I had I didn't even have one drink when I was there. Because it was just too damn hot for me to even want to drink anything that wasn't water with some type of electrolyte in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but once again, everyone that came is a trooper. And if I wasn't running the festival, I don't know if I would have stick around. <laughs> the, the entire day, I don't know. But there were a lot of people that did. And they are the true champions of the weekend. Oh, can we talk about Hassel and One's drummer playing the saxophone and the drums at the same time? Dude, I couldn't even believe what I saw. I, I don't get that. <laughs> and I like how, how they also how said someone... <laughs> that he I saw the, the bar stool that he sits in to play drums. That that those three things, the, the saxophone, drumming, and the bar stool just blew my mind. Yeah. So sick. So if you are looking for a, a new sick band go check out Haslin one they're from alabama you know it's not easy for a band to drive what 12 hours for a one day festival a 30 minute set but they were so grateful to play they were so supportive of everyone that played they were just awesome dudes they really yeah. were and they killed it and then uh and then I think I was trying to remember another set that I, I absolutely oh you pretty things, yep killed it killed it. And they're going on tour later this month, so if you if they come through your city, look for oh you pretty things, one hundred percent go and catch them. Yeah, and I felt bad because they definitely played at probably the hottest point of the day outside as well. And she still absolutely killed it. Yeah, it had to be the hottest point. That's when I felt like I was melting. <laughs> but yeah, and then, you know, the the last five bands all played inside. And, you know, seeing out of time again is always such a treat. And I, <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I came out of Mosh, Mosh retirement. retirement. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Just, you know, I was there with some of my Islanders meetup people and, you know, some of them are into, you know, some of the, you know, the eye prevails and like the m popular metalcore, I guess, of, of these days. And yeah, they just wanted to have some fun and they they came out and supported. So wanted to give them a shout out as well. And they stuck around all day and all night and they were like, yeah, let's just like have fun and be in the moment. And they were like, yeah, let's, let's start our own mosh pit. And they were so cool to do so. And it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, but like I said, not, not even something I necessarily did a lot when I was younger. I kind of yeah lived in the moment and was 
really like there for the performance, but it was still tons, tons of fun, especially since I like knew everyone that was in the pit. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew no one was going to be throwing like a haymaker and, you know, knocking, knocking you out old ass out. <laughs> I, I will say as hot as it was in the, in the milestone, there was somebody wearing an at a time Jersey. Yes. So shout out to Hunter, our buddy from Raleigh who came out and sported the uh decease and desist jersey <laughs> that is not it's not the most breathable thing in the world and he rocked it the entire set inside the milestone where it was more than likely around 100 degrees yeah i literally saw drips dripping down my glasses <laughs> it was just so funny because i was talking to uh buck who runs the venue and they have a small teeny tiny tiny like window ac by the bar and i was just like what is the point like <laughs> this is such a big room the little ac is not doing a damn thing yeah because <laughs> you say anything <laughs> i guess like there's like one little stream of air that it produces so like when the bartenders get like really hot they can just like go to that one little spot <laughs> stand and get, in front of it get a little bit of a cool breeze and that's it so definitely not not an ac uh venue no it is it would no be for a winter venue like a fall winter venue perfect yeah i wish that we could just start doing bar down breakfast in the fall or <laughs> just do a christmas show yeah yeah but then who knows? We'll get like a freak blizzard in Charlotte that week. Oh yeah, we'll figure. We have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and then after after our set, Sleeve played, crushed it as always, and it was cool to see them as a four piece. It definitely added another layer to their performance. Played a few new songs. Everyone in Charlotte was vibing to them. Yep. And supporting, and and I know you guys were breaking down and whatnot but I'm, I'm sure you caught a little bit of fernway holy crap is that band tight they're so good live so freaking good like I, I even put it up on like one of my stories i was like if i started a record label that's one of the first bands i'm signing one thousand percent they're from buffalo right yeah like and just the fact that like they they came in they, they obviously had a majority of the gear that was in there but they used every single piece of that equipment perfectly. And it had such a great set. Yeah, it was top notch and super positive energy and just like grateful to be there and be included and part of the day. It was it was just infectious. Like it was super uplifting to see a band just grateful to play to a room full of people that might not have known who they were. And the fact that he kept that Mohawk mullet up <laughs> the entire, the entire day is got just, some good product. How the hell did he do that? <laughs> so, some good hair product, but yeah, that that's kind of a, a play by play of the weekend. Um, I guess this is a great moment to, to thank everyone that was involved. Um, you know, there, there was a, 
months and months of planning that went into this. And, you know, I I have to start with, with Christian and I'm so grateful that he responded to the email I sent him and believed in our podcast enough to, to let us work with them. And it was such a dream come true. Like it really was. It was such a, you know, we, we supported each other. We helped each other whenever we could. And, it was a, a team effort and I couldn't have done it without him. There's no way I could have built a lineup as sick as this one <sighs> on my own. There's no way. Reaching because out to all those bands, like getting all the confirmations, like it's, it was difficult enough for year one. Yeah. And the bands that he got, like, you know, all my circuits, they are a band that's been around forever. They would have never responded to my, to my email if i reached out to them and like the second after same thing like they're way too sick to be playing a a small festival like this but they wanted to because they know what christian and atticus are doing in the scene and they wanted to be part of it and you know come clean never like the names of bands i'm like dropping right now maybe if you're outside of north carolina aren't household names but they should be like, yeah they 1000 percent should be i'm not just saying that because they played our festival i'm being totally unbiased there like they are sick bands every single band from that north like from that north carolina scene absolutely killed it yeah and true, it's just true it's, professionals it's just and like we said earlier like there was like no issues no egos everybody stayed pretty much for the entire set unless there, there was something that they had to do after but then they came back like it was just really cool to just see everybody supporting and, and being there for both days, too. Yeah, there was there was a bunch of bands that came out on the day that they weren't playing just to, you know, still support bought bought tickets like super cool, man. Super cool. So, yeah, you know, Christian, you are a homie for life. Like, love you, man. And. It was his birthday we and, and your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, a really cool cake made for you guys um, with the fest flyer on it. Uh, I actually didn't eat a piece. I know you did, but I, it was just, once again, 100 degree weather. The last yeah. thing I want to do is it was eat, not a good idea. <laughs> eat a buttercream cake. <laughs> like That's the last thing I wanted. And then, and then on top of it, like Christian unfortunately was admitted to the hospital later that night on day one yeah got out of the hospital took a two-hour nap and was back at the venue for day two i don't think i was gonna see him i didn't think so either when i saw him there i was like holy crap like (laughs) you sure you got to be here like i think we got it man but that's just how invested he is man he he's an absolute gem of a of a person that really cares about his music scene he really does yeah and then and, the uh the other just kind of unfortunate event that that happened was after the the fest our our great friends in sleeve unfortunately had their van broken into and a, a few items of their uh, personal belongings and some gear were were unfortunately stolen from their van at the um, hotel. So I just want Yeah, I don't want people to think that. Yeah, it's happened. not the milestone. It was definitely not at the, the hotel. Yeah. But um, um there's some good news on the horizon. We'll we'll hear more about that 
as it comes out. But um, they have a GoFundMe account right now. I think we also have it linked in the Bar Down Instagram. Yep. But um, if you if you have ten, twenty dollars, anything that you can, just donate it to the the GoFundMe. Um, it's it's unfortunate that things like this happen to bands, but unfortunately too, like these are reasons why a lot of people don't want to tour and play outside of their hometown because of situations like this. And um, it, it takes a community to end these type of situations too. Yeah. And I, I was talking to Seth today and I was like, you know, it's just so discouraging that it's happening to bands like your size. Like yeah. go rob like Taylor Swift or someone like, <laughs> That has the insurance to do it. That has the insurance and the funds to to bounce back. Like this can be crippling to a band your size. This this is how bands just stop being bands. Yeah. Like it's so messed up. And you know, this is not an advertisement for air tags, but air tag your shit. (laughs) Yeah. Please. Please. So we don't have to keep making these GoFundMe's. Like just air tag your shit. And, and I know it, it's easier to say because it's, you know, those add up too, but it's an investment. For four is not a, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. I was going to say safe. It happened to save face. Um, safe face had their van stolen with their trailer and they had air tags all throughout the, the van and the trailer in all their gear. And they were able to go and get their van back. Did yeah. they, I mean, they did it without police intervention, but still, they were able to get their van back and get back on the road. It's it's um, it's something that a lot of people overlook, but I think technology today has come such a far away. Um, so if anybody wants to send, you know, any of these bands an Amazon gift card for hundred bucks, we can get air tags. Send it over to sleep real quick. Yeah, seriously. But, but yeah, I I think there's just a few more people I want to thank. Um, yeah. You know, Atticus as well, he is a legend, you know, from Seneca Burns. Um, he was right there every step of the way. Um, In absolute... jeans, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all black. I don't know how he does it. I don't know. He's he's a different bread. But, uh, yeah, Atticus, thank you so much. And I, I know we already mentioned you mentioned peter from home for the day helping run sound rock lab records you know without them that outdoor stage doesn't happen and you know not as many bands get to play then and crushed it sounded beautiful outside like that never home set outside sounded so good like they they definitely knew what they were doing and it was it was a special moment out having outside um also want to thank the ladies from the Elder Emo Hours. Um, not only did they come to the festival and hung out the whole weekend, months leading up to the festival were promoting, featuring us, getting bands on their show. Y- you ladies are the best. Um, what, what you do for bands of all sizes is so important. You're doing God's work. And yeah. it was a pleasure hanging out with you all weekend. And... Um, you know, if you, you got some spare change, head over, buy a shirt or two from them as well, because they came all the way from Maryland and set up their booth and stayed in a hotel and 
did that all on their dime. So go show them some love too. give them a follow, give them a shout out. Um, also want to thank unsigned pop punk who also did the same. They, they featured a lot of bands that were playing, gave some exposure to, you know, some smaller bands that unfortunately podcasts sometimes overlook and they will talk to any band of any size. So those dudes are the best as well. Um, and I, I saw a few people drinking hams. So shout out Patrick. There were some, some people that were drinking it. fridge of, it, of hams. <laughs> there was a whole mini fridge just filled with hams. Crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, also want to thank Buck from the milestone. Absolute legend. He, he's in it for all the right reasons. He's, keeping a venue in a very, very trendy city still alive. And, you know, you mentioned how it's in the middle of a neighborhood. Well, I drove two blocks down and you can see complete flippers, like houses that have been flipped, made trendy, probably going for a half a million dollars now. And it's slowly creeping closer and closer to the milestone. And he's saying, F you, we're going to keep this place alive. So that's super special too. So milestone, if you are a torn band, definitely consider when you're coming through Charlotte, 100%. Yeah. The buck will treat you right. He makes sure that every band gets paid. And if you go through Christian, you're going to have 100% either a close to sold out show or a sold out show. Yep. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Um, I'm sure there's more. Oh, convicted printing. Thank you guys so much for sending the bar down break fest shirts. They came out so sick. Like I, I truly didn't think screen printing could do such an intricate design like our fest flyer. And they, they came out. out. Yeah. They came out so sick, like so, so sick. And we only have five left, which is super cool. So yeah. um, we put it up on our Instagram today that, if you are interested in one of those five shirts, actually four, because someone already hit me up for about one. So if you're interested in those last four shirts, um, all proceeds from it will head over to Sleeve for their GoFundMe. So if you want one, I'll ship it out to you. Um, so shout out Convicted Printed. Revival Recordings, same thing. Haley came out on Saturday, hung out all day with her yeah. husband, her dad. Like, <laughs> it wasn't ideal conditions and they stuck around and caught the out of time set as well, uh, which is, you know, late in the night and, yeah. you know, revival much love to you and all the bands that are on there. I also saw gold steps played a killer festival out in Milwaukee, which is on revival recordings. Front sides playing outer banks is for lovers fest later yes. this month. So awesome stuff going on with some of the revival bands. Um, also want to shout out SJC. Which providing the kits. Providing the kits for the weekend. Um, well, kit. They provided the kit for the outdoor stage. I'm sure was a beautiful kit for the drummers. They got to use it. It looked yep. sick. <laughs> it sounded sick. I'm sure it was fun to play as well. So shout out SJC. Justin, give me a second because I don't want to forget anyone. So anyone that you would like to thank that helped make this weekend come together. I'm trying to think of 
well, Mikey, thank you for one starting the podcast and two going through with this crazy idea that we had last year to do the first one or two years ago to go through the through the first one. Um, thanks to Tom too for you know going through and, and especially helping us out like with with pushing pushing us to do year one. And then even though he was he was out for year two, he was still, you know, asking what was going on, trying to get some type of like insights for it. So you Tommy, you were missed, man. Um, I know you were able to come out to year one, but hopefully we can we can get it down for year three. And then um I don't know, thanks. Like like we said, Buck, you're doing such an amazing job out there. Um, there's not a lot of venues in Charlotte right now for bands to play outside of you know, Milestone and Skylark and the same thing's happening to Skylark where you have these, you know, half million dollar townhouses going up all around it. And they're just putting the middle fingers up and saying, not on our turf. And um, it, it's those venues make Charlotte special. They sure do. There's one other homie I wanted to thank our buddy, Mike from Dynasty Hockey Company. Absolutely crushed the flyer. Like, yep. The flyer was so sick. I, I was like, yeah, I kind of want like a punk looking Mighty Ducks flyer. And he, he ran with it. <laughs> he delivered. And it came out so sick and looked sick on the cake, looked sick on the shirts, like absolutely crush it. So I know we have some Islander fans that listen. So if you are in the market for some sick Islanders related merch, definitely head to Dynasty Hockey Company because he he's a homie and does great Islanders rips. Like they're so sick. I'm trying to but think if there's anybody else. Just like every band, like every yeah. band that played. Thank you so much for believing in it and just crushing it. You guys are truly, truly legends. And uh, just go to the, the fest flyer and give every single band that played a follow on all of their socials. Give them a follow on, Spotify. So if they start releasing new music, it just shows up in your release radar. If they come up in your city and our concert, it comes right up on your Spotify. Yeah. It's, it's so important that you follow these bands on Spotify as well, or an Apple music, whatever streaming service you use to, to give them a little bump because they're grinding, they're busting their asses. It's not easy, you know, playing music, live music and touring and shit. So Go show them some love. And, uh, you know, we're already talking about year three. (laughs) Like, the festival wasn't even over yet. And Friday, before even day one was (laughs) underway, we were like, all right, so what are we doing year three? So it's cooking. And we're going to take like a week off or two weeks off. But I'm in a way better place than I was at the end of year one where I'm like, (laughs) already excited like i i would get started today if if i knew christian didn't need to like rest health rest and get his health back on track like i would have been hounding him already but (laughs) i'm I'm energized i'm i'm super excited for the plans that we've already started to come up with um just stay tuned because it's going to be super cool and we're we got a whole year to plan so you know we got some tricks up our sleeves as well. So and we're definitely going to go a little bit bigger for year three. 
you got it right. We yeah. we started with twelve, <laughs> then we went to twenty-two. So what are we gonna do for year three? Fuck. Thirty. Forty. Double it. Forty-eight. Is, yeah, but you know, bar down breakfast, man. It, it was. It's a beast, man. I I can't believe it. It is gonna be uh, year three of it, but I'm I'm so excited that you got me involved in it and and pushed me to do it and just never would have thought uh, you know just talking once a week with my friends about two things i love would lead to something like this that you know it, it means something to these bands that get to play yeah, it really does yeah and and, uh, and that means a lot to me because that's why i listen to alternative music and why i do this podcast i and i'm not just trying to blow smoke up the bands that get 10 million streams a month. I I, I want to help the bands that are getting 10 50. streams a month. Yeah. Cause there's no, there's really no difference between a band that gets 50 and a band that gets 10 million other than the fact that one band stepped in shit and the other didn't. Yeah. It's literally what it is. Perfect place. Perfect time. Yeah. So, so we could provide that perfect place and perfect time for these bands. We'll get to planning. We got 363 days left. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> well, you know, I just wanted to recap really special weekend and talking about it once again just was so fun. And won't forget this weekend till the day I die. So <laughs> shout out to everyone that was involved. Thank you, Charlotte, for coming out and supporting. And uh, we'll do it again. Yep. And We'll we'll keep kicking all summer. We might mix up some some fun, different interviews since hockey uh, is not going on right now. So maybe we didn't even talk about the draft. I'm not talking about the draft. We're not doing that. All the the free agent pickups. That's that's a different podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some of the free agent stuff in our next episode. But we can now focus on maybe some bands that might not be hockey fans and get them on here and. uh, should be a little fun this summer, but hopefully we can get Tom back for a few. And uh, we appreciate everyone that tunes in and listens as always, because you're the reason we get to do stuff like this. And yep. we we love you too, even though if you couldn't have been there, hopefully you can be there for year three. But Justin, I'm going to head out. I hope you have a great 4th of July. I hope you get some rest. Oh, yeah. That you need as well. And Shout out at a time. I love all of you as well. Thank you. Peace. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. See ya.